Hello, this is Rory with The Love Chat, and today's topic is diagnosing your ex. Now, this is video number 57. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on The Love Chat, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe and hit like. Now then, this is a cautionary tale about post-breakup trying to diagnose your ex as a narcissist or trying to diagnose your ex with an anxiety problem or generalized depression or anything that would explain away some of the behaviors that you were seeing near the end of the breakup. And a lot of us do this as a form of self-preservation. You see, we don't want to know that our ex is capable of hurting us because for so long we believed that they're one way. And then nearing and up to the breakup, they show us that they're capable of being somebody completely different. And this rocks our sense of security. You see, in every relationship, both partners strive for security. We always want to know that our partner is not going to get too far away from us. And so why does uncertainty speak so strongly to attraction? And the reason is because when you are not completely certain about where your partner stands, you're not completely secure, and we chase security. The true root of all attraction is security and anxiety. It's a never-ending balance between the two. If we're anxious about our partner, that means we don't feel secure. If we're completely secure in our partner, typically, not always, because a lot of people have struck a good balance with this, but typically, it means that we find our partner to be boring. And we need to balance security also with excitement. We want to be able to trust our partner and feel secure in our partner and know that our partner won't abandon us. And at the same time, we want to be excited by them and we want to not know what's coming. So anxiety doesn't necessarily need to be bad anxiety, although I realize the word has a negative connotation. Sometimes we can be anxious for something good, like uh, maybe a birthday or, you know, visiting an old friend. What I see a lot of people do, and I was guilty of this too after my breakup, is I wanted desperately for there to be something wrong with my ex. Now, I know how that sounds, but think of it this way. If my ex is going through some sort of anxious episode, or if she is a diagnosed narcissist, or she has generalized depression, or she's going through a rough time in her life, well, that gives me the permission and the freedom to explain away all the behaviors that I've seen. In truth, my ex is an adult, and she has the ability to make adult decisions. But after that breakup, I wanted so bad for there to be some sort of proof that she's going through a really rough time because of something she can't control. Because that would mean I'd be able to still love her and not acknowledge the fact that she hurt me deeply. What's important to remember is that even if somebody has a mental ailment, or rather perhaps a more safe way to put this is a not typically developing brain, they are still adults. And while their ailment will impact some of their decisions and thoughts and feelings, they still know right from wrong. And your ex still chose to hurt you in the way that they did hurt you. But I must be clear, just because they broke up with you doesn't necessarily mean you have a right to be hurt in that way. I'm not talking about being, you know, having a heartache or anything like that. But what I'm kind of getting at here is that breaking up for them might have been the most mentally healthy thing they could do for themselves. And so... The reason I create this video is because I've seen a lot of people come to me and say, you know, I think my ex is a narcissist. 
And I'll ask, okay, well, why? Do you tell me some of the symptoms? Do you know what narcissism is? And I'll get a very poorly defined version of what people think a narcissist is or what people think depression can look like. So what can we do about this? Okay, so unless your ex has been professionally medically diagnosed and is on some form of medication or they don't even need the medication necessarily, you should not be trying to diagnose them. You should not be trying to use that avenue as a way to explain away what they've done to you. As I said in a previous video, and frankly, I'll be honest with you guys, I got this quote from Star Trek. The quote is, it is possible to commit no mistake and still lose. And all the same, it's possible for your ex to be completely mentally healthy in terms of, you know, hospitals and doctor's visits and medication, but be a bad partner. It's possible for your ex to be a perfectly good partner, but no longer want to be with you. And I realize the duality here, and I realize that for a lot of you, you're looking for a reason as to how your ex could have done this to you. But I want you to be very careful about excusing away their behavior and by telling yourself that, well, no, no, it's okay. It's okay that I put up with all that because they had depression. It's okay that I put up with all that because they had narcissism or they have narcissistic traits. But what's really important is that you were in a relationship that was making you feel unhealthy and having you hooked on another person. And now you're no longer in that relationship. And so you must turn the mirror to you. In this moment, I want you to stop focusing on that which you cannot control. I can't control your ex. You can't control your ex. We can't make them come back if they don't want to. All we can do is turn the mirror.